there, how's it going everybody? That's right, if you're hearing my voice, it is another episode of The Animation A-Team, where we talk all things animation, whether that's East or West. And guys, it's Oscar season, so we're talking about the best animated features. And the my, maybe the not the best, be, even though they're still nominated, and then the best that haven't been nominated. I am your host, Daily Waham. Joining me today is... Courtney Tuckman And... Dylan Bateson. Thanks, guys, for joining me. So, do you guys typically watch the Oscars? Are you guys Oscars fans? I used to when classes were like, hey, if you comment on this or, like, do a thing about it for class, you'll get bonus <laughs> points. And I'll be like, that means I can't go that day and I'm in. Hey, nice. Um, for me, it depends. Um, I used to watch it more before college because my mom was, like, really into it. And it would be like, you can stay up late if you watch it with me. And I'd be like, all right. So I, I grew up watching it. But since I've been in college, I really haven't had much of an incentive to to watch. And so, yeah. yeah. I, I can't say if I've ever actually watched one. Like, really? An awards ceremony. Some of them are good, though. Like when Ellen what? hosted, that was pretty good. I, I remember I always see things in posts and like yeah. after the fact clips and what have you, but I never see it live, which I wonder if that's, you know, because there, there's an inherent value, I think, to watching things live because it's like it's just happening right there. Like last year at the Oscars, the whole fiasco with uh, the best picture oh, with yeah. uh, Moonlight yeah. and uh, La, 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 La La Land. Land. La La Land seems like such an old movie now to me. <laughs> Because, like, it, I mean, we, it does have that old movie vibe. That's but. true. That's <laughs> yep. true. It feels like it should have been, should be out for longer. But um, one category, which I don't think often makes it in terms of like those big clip shows that come out after the Oscars, is uh, best animated feature. Mm-hmm. I don't think that necessarily in the last couple years there's been like a really like, dang, that movie really deserved best animated feature especially these last two years mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. last year i know i was rooting for uh kubo and the two strings for sure yeah yes. um i don't think it did no, no it didn't La- last year was zootopia yeah yeah, yeah. which was it's a really good, good film yeah. yeah but also it's a, was another disney and or i know pixar didn't work on it but you know disney pixar, pixar monopoly yeah yeah <laughs> they it's pretty much expected at this point that if Disney is going to throw out an animated feature, mm-hmm. it's either definitely going to be in the running, certainly, or it's, it's going to win. win. Which, or it's cars. Or it's... <laughs> I we feel the salt. We don't talk about cars. <laughs> but Lightning McQueen is dead, and he died on screen, and we killed him. But, <laughs> um, this year... So in terms of what has been nominated for Best Animated Feature, I definitely think Coco, which is uh, Disney's throw-in, is very, very deserving. Yep. It's is gorgeous. I have not been able to you see it. You still haven't seen what? it? Guys, I'm sorry. Daily, there's so much I'm that sorry. you need how to did, see. Do you know how many movies I, I want to see right now? But like Coco 72. is like, come on. Seven, probably 72. Probably 72. <laughs> probably 72. It, it very well might be up there. I'm surprised you um, weren't dragged along with your family to go see Coco because that's kind of what happened to me. My mom's like, I'm buying tickets for this. I'm like, okay. It was more like I dragged my family, <laughs> but everyone was all the more grateful for it. Listen, you know, I don't yeah. cry during yeah. things. I, I actually cried. That never happens. That terrifies me because I cry at everything. <laughs> I cry during like commercials. If I see like a cat that looks like it might have had a hard life, oh, like no. the tears automatically start. Like I can't Lighter confirm that. I can't life. confirm that hard life. <laughs> but it looks like it might have, so I'm sad about it's it. It's just because I personally related to like 
You know what I'm talking about. The real sad scene at the end. Oh, okay, at the end. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, which sad scene? Yeah. There are like seven of them I in the third act. I personally related to that and the grandmother's reaction. Oh, that yeah. is something oh, yeah. that I've experienced a lot. I used to volunteer and stuff and, and do stuff with... I don't want to give it away it, for old daily. Old people, I'm guessing. There's something about... Uh-huh. It's just a really big extended family and one of them's really old. Yeah. Okay. That's all you need to really know. And, and, oh, gosh. It, that, I'm scared. That hit a, no- <laughs> that hit a, a, a nerve note whatever with me definitely what i've been seeing i haven't had the context obviously but that coco was very specifically like heart-wrenching in very like personal ways for a lot of people like rather than like a plot line that you can't really relate to like in like frozen like yeah me too i'm running away and building an ice castle and then getting frozen and everything yeah i totally relate to that whereas coco is a little more direct in the sense of what's happening on screen where you could you could see that happening in your life yeah everyone has dead loved ones yeah yes and even like and if you don't vampires what what (laughs) zombies what what (laughs) zombie zombie family reunion everybody yay (laughs) Don't let Disney hear this. They're going to make it. They're going to make that I movie. bet, like, that's planned for, like, 20, 2027. Probably. I almost said 2017. Probably. I'm like, wait, that's Coco. Probably. But, um, and then there were uh, several other movies that I was not able to see just by uh, virtue of they didn't really come out in theaters. Like, The Breadwinner, which I watched the trailer for. I think it, like, Angelina Jolie has some hand in it. I don't know if yep. she directed it or produced it. She produced it. Probably. But gorgeous yeah uh and like super real mm-hmm. um it's about a uh young woman and i'm guessing i mean unfortunately it's like this could be several different countries but like taliban controlled like mm-hmm. iran or iraq and uh her father's taken away for being belligerent against the regime and then like women aren't allowed to work so yeah. Her family's going to starve, so she takes it upon herself to cut off all her hair and become a boy, essentially, in order to keep her family from starving. And she wants to find her father because that's not cool, whatever happened. I'm mm-hmm. sure he's not like, oh, I just went on a vacation. Like, he was dragged away in a truck Yep. for... Being, I don't know why I laughed yeah. at that. Oh God! <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't even. You're like, still t- thinking of cars, I'm Tommy Courtney. Wiseau. No. <laughs> but <laughs> what a but, story! Like very powerful story, I'm sure. Um, and then Loving Vis- Vincent was another one that didn't really get a theatrical release, which is. Like, in concept, it's just really amazing. I don't know what it's about exactly, other than Vincent Van Gogh, but it's oil paintings. The animation. Like, yep. each frame oh. is an oil painting. I watched that movie. You did? Yeah. Oh, how'd you like it? Oh, it was, like, really good. The art style is fantastic. Like, because it is oil paintings, and seeing, like, oil paintings being animated is something just completely unknown to me. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm always used to, like, anime or, like, yeah, 3D I'm, animation. So I, seeing, like, a painting I would see in a museum move is wow. Yeah. And the story's actually very solid. I was just expecting to be more blown away by like the art yeah and not a story per se mm-hmm. but the story's really solid it just really worked well and yeah i was kind of sad they didn't get a theatrical release yeah how long was it uh i want to say between nine um, not 90 minutes yeah 90 minutes to 100 minutes oh my ish. god i can't imagine how much effort that just took in order because every frame is literally in a frame because yeah. it's a painting yeah and that goes beyond like 
just like hand drawn animation because not every single thing is like Goes entirely mapped out. Yeah, that's crazy. That's amazing, but definitely deserving of an award of some sort. Certainly, mm-hmm. if not best picture. Um, Dude, if that gets it, like rain. I wouldn't be angry. I'd just be like, "Oh, Coco got snubbed. What?" <laughs> and then we have we have these last two. Definitely got wide theatrical releases, and um, I'm sure had very large audiences. But those audiences were definitely not our kind of audiences. No, certainly um, not like the Academy. Yeah, that's uh, I so. Feel like it's pity at that point. We'll, we'll go with the with the less infamous of the two first. So Ferdinand the Bull. Okay, you can't see me, the Bull. Is voiced by John Cena. It's the the a movie is based on a picture book that's mm-hmm. like old. It's like yep. it came out in like maybe the sixties or even the fifties. Yeah, my mom read it as a kid, so she was like, "Let's go see that movie," and I was like, "Let's not." Yeah, it's it's Ferdinand the Bull. He's a bull, but unlike typical stereotypes of bulls, he's like very gentle. But then he gets confused. Like someone's like, "Oh, you're a bull, so we're gonna put you in like a bullfighting ring." But it's like he's he just wants to sniff the flowers and not break anything. <laughs> um, and John. So wreck it, Ralph. So right. Re- yes. Yes. Actually, <laughs> kind of. But yeah. So Ferdinand the Bull, aka John Cena the Bull, which seemed to be like a very like it's trying to be really funny, as- especially for kids, because it's like that slapstick kind of humor. Yeah. And then we have. Something that doesn't exist and never happened to exist. Okay, those are the only four, right? We're good. We're done. We're done. <laughs> the Boss Baby. Ah! It exists. <laughs> what a world. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Boss Baby. So, Alec Baldwin in a diaper on screen. This was DreamWorks. This mm-hmm. was DreamWorks yep. that did that. Uh, how, the, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. It, it definitely Well, the mighty has... fell when they made Ice Age 3. Yeah. That was Blue Sky. No, oh yeah, 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 that was Blue Sky. Yeah. Okay, my bad. I'm confused. They they make they have the same kind of animation. Yeah, they and really like do. plot styles. Yeah. Um Boss so. Baby is is remis- it was reminiscent to me, especially in animation of like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, sure, like those yeah. big eyes and yep. like some of the same kind of like movements. Yeah. Which I think they I love Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Yeah, Never saw the one. sequel. Don't want to see the yeah, sequel. Don't see the sequel. Interested in it. Sequels. No sequels. Not as good as the originals. Not as good as the originals. But uh, Boss Baby kind of, like, became more of a meme than it did, like, mm-hmm, a popular film. Mm-hmm. Like, there, I remember, like, the whole, like, YouTube video craze where it's, like, the Boss Baby called me of, like, these 12-year-old, like, YouTubers that were, like, making, like, an app that has, like, the baby call you. Did not hear about that. So they just that. took sound clips of Alec Baldwin and, like, said, here, have an app. Yes. Yes. What? Yes. But, um, I mean... I, I can see where it certainly has relatability and merit in terms of, like, its audience, the Boss Baby, because, uh, you know, it's aimed at, like, younger audiences, and, like, they might sure. get a little brother or sister and not know how to feel about that after, you know, always being the only True. child. And, and not necessarily when movie animated movies are made for younger children. That doesn't mean that automatically makes them bad. No. 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 But, certainly not. But... This one is. Yes. And I will fight Matthew Yap to where on ever he'll say, like, it had a successful commercial release. Who gives a crap? Because it's, <laughs> bu- like, if, like, whenever you think of the award season, you think of, like, these top tier things. So we got, like, everything else mentioned except for Nen, um, had, like, something unique, something, like, something that said it among the, uh, apart from the rest. Right. 
this didn't. This just made money, and that's it. And of course, this is a Oscar, so money speaks for all. Hey. hey. At least, at least the Emoji Movie wasn't nominated. I was. Why so would that ever be nominated? Boss Baby was. Because it had a very successful theatrical release. True, but then... And the Oscars okay. doesn't get animation. Let's just yeah, put that that's there. that's true. It really makes me wonder, like, I know a lot of people question this, especially in terms of, like, what has been chosen in the last couple years for certain categories, like Casey Affleck winning Best Actor. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Bad shivers. Uh, but, like, who is... Who like who are these people of the academy that are making these decisions? Illuminati. Because I think I don't know. Should the Oscars like aim to be like represent the audiences that consume these movies as a whole, or is it more of like this is what the Hollywood elite have decided, who we don't necessarily identify with, but we I guess trust their expertise. No, we don't. I don't. I refuse. It's more like, um, I mean, they say that the uh, that the Oscars are mostly just a whole circle of Hollywood executives patting each other on the back. Mm. That's true. They're really only focused on looking out for themselves. Yeah, for each other. And like, if you think about it, like, I saw this really good argument that was like the year that the King's Speech won uh, Best Picture was the same year that there were so many more culturally relevant films out there that we are still talking about, like Inception and like mm. The Black Swan and stuff like that. And it's like, who is still talking about The King's Speech? Like, oh my God, The King's Speech was so good. Like, but people are still, like, you still hear people talk about Inception all the time. And like Black Swan, that's still pretty deep in people's minds, I think. But yeah. like, mm-hmm. it leaves scars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like, Movies that never even were nominated, like Star Wars. That's like one of the biggest movie franchises of all time. Like the original A New Hope, like it didn't win any Oscars, but like it's many considered to be one of the most important movies ever. Yeah. It it kind of makes, especially now, award shows, I think, are definitely being questioned in terms of their cultural relevance, especially Mm. the Grammys this Mm. past couple of years. It's been like, what what are you listening to? Mm -hmm. Like, who is deciding this? It feels like a couple of like suburban moms in their minivans. (laughs) They're turning on the radio and being like, yep, this is this is what's going to win. Isn't that the target audience of the Grammys? It, it pop, be. pop music in the last couple years, though, has been kind of like, help yeah. me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar deserves more. Oh my god, please, he so, so much please. more. But we're talking about animation. So save that for remix. So plug. <laughs> what? Yeah. A check out remixed here at Byte BSU for all your music needs. But um, in terms of what is deserving, I think. I, I, there's certainly like the breadwinner and loving Vincent and Coco definitely deserve to be in the ranks. I'm not so sold on Ferdinand and the Boss Baby in terms of best picture of this year. Agreed. But um, I think there's some titles that have been forgotten in terms of like what has come out in For the sure. last year and is very deserving, such as Koe no Katachi, a silent voice. I'm gonna cry now. Fangirl scream. I'm gonna Fangirl I'm gonna screams. cry now because going back to Coco, Coco didn't make me cry, it made me tear up. This movie made me cry. Yeah. And I just went, 
Yeah, so uh, those of you unfamiliar, Koei no Kotachi is a film by Kyoto Animation, mm-hmm. and they're known I. for e. like i.e. the best. They're <laughs> they're known for a lot of very visually appealing anime mm-hmm. yeah. and just appealing anime as a whole. Yep. And this film is about. Um, it's mostly centered from the point of view of this kid. I forget his name right now. Shota. Shota. You know, uh, Shota. Uh, yeah, Shota. That's his nickname, right? Shokun. Yeah. So anyway, but this kid and because her name is Shoko. In, yeah, yeah. That was the thing about their names. But he, as a child, with his friends who are also culpable in this, they bullied a deaf girl. Mm-hmm. And that has lasting repercussions on him because he was kind of the only one that, like, accepted that he had done that and got caught for it. Show ya, my Show bad. ya, hey. But, and uh, the movie starts out, he's contemplating suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he doesn't because the movie continues on from there. Mm-hmm. And he eventually comes to befriend the girl that he had bullied and learns so much more about her world and her experience being deaf Mm -hmm. and it's just about their relationship because it's not just oh we're friends now it's totally okay i forgive everything it's much more complicated than Mm -hmm. that yeah and it's just visually like amazing yeah not just in like oh it's really realistic in terms of the set and everything but there's like visual metaphors that are communicated in a really interesting way with like the fish and the ripples in the water which is the shape the shape of sound which is what he's the Um, shape of voice and, and um what what i like it is an anime and what i like about it is not only is it different for anime it's just different in general. You never see disability representation oh, no. ev- anywhere. Like, I mean, I don't know. Well, not never, but like, when is Rarely. the last time your main, like, female or male protagonist had a disability? Shape of water. I hey. have. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> so, like, if Shape of Water wins, I'll be happy. That's another one I really, really want to see very desperately. But, um, no, I want the Shape of Voice shape to win something <laughs> versus the Shape of Water. Is that what that translates to? I think uh, it has a title? couple different ways Ka- you can yeah. translate it. Kata- um, usually, the, the English title going around is A Silent Voice, but Koei no Kotachi is literally uh, Shape of Voice. Oh. Yeah. So, because she... She doesn't have a voice mm-hmm. because she's deaf. So the shape of her voice and the shape of his voice metaphors. Mm-hmm. A. A. But yeah, gorgeous movie. Gorgeous movie. Powerful message. Mm-hmm. Just really engaging mm-hmm. overall. Like, I think that especially films that are like very well animated, they're allowed to like take various like. Uh, a lackadaisical approach in terms of like what's happening in the action on screen because we're admiring it no matter what's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this one, I don't want to like use the word action packed because it's not like action packed, but there is something very interesting happening mm-hmm. between the characters at all times. And another cool thing about it in general is one of the characters is biracial. The uh, the little the little sister, the niece character. What's what's her name? The very little kid. <laughs> You know her, right? With the yeah, braids. Yeah, because she's so adorable. Here's all the characters. I love her. What do they say? Uh, which one is which? I can't remember. Um, 
Ma- Maria, Maria. Oh yeah. Yeah, Maria. her her mom is Japanese. You never actually like see the mom's face, but she's actually the one who's Shoya's sister and her dad is Brazilian. Yeah. And they you see his dad like twice or see her dad twice maybe, but like it's like uh the topic of race in Japan I know is sort of um a hot issue with like Japan's uh um Miss Miss Jap Miss Japan is that what it is? Oh yeah, Miss yeah. Japan being uh, biracial and things like that. Um, and so it's also really cool to just see like a biracial character, yeah. and she's super adorable and sweet and awesome. Yeah, Japan's super homogenous. Mm-hmm. Uh, very noticeable if you're not Japanese in Japan, even if you're Korean or Chinese, there is a difference, guys. Mm-hmm. But uh, and I think. It, it says a lot for them to include that. I mean, this entire story is about disability, too, which, honestly, Japan, yeah. you don't yeah. handle very well. Yeah. No, they don't. You really don't. Things that are other in Japan than, like, what's considered the norm is especially left out of yeah. narratives, especially yeah. big popular narratives yeah. like mm-hmm. this movie, which had huge success. It was a great movie. It wasn't on the same level of your name, which... Yeah. I think it should have been. Yeah. I liked it more than your name, to be quite honest. Oh, yeah, no. This one had superior more plot in terms of, like, character development than um, your name because your name was a very, like, transcending love story. This is a uh, more human tale. This yeah. is a definitely more human tale of um, realizing you are a crap person to this person who's going through stuff and you're like, I got to make this up. I got to be a better human than what yeah. I was when I was eight. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And it's got the tale. who in it. It does. <laughs> like when, like that, like song started up in the beginning. I was so confused I was like, the first what? time I heard it. I was like, oh my "Did God, I accidentally?" Right. I was like, "Did I accidentally press play on my Spotify <laughs> playlist?" Like, where is this coming from? And I'm like, "Oh no, this is the actual anime." Okay. This, is, this is the anime. Like an English song just started playing. It works so well. It, it works really thing. well. I can't imagine it any other way. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> yeah, I definitely see your name appealed to a much broader audience, especially in, sure. in the way that it advertised itself as being both like really visually pretty and also really like uh funny at times because of the whole like body swapping concept and Mm -hmm. then also just like story-wise yeah the the, twist the romance the the twist etc it was just such a phenomenon yeah Yeah. which is even more amazing that it didn't get nominated for best animated picture either it would have shot for this year though because Um, i know it came out in 2016 But it didn't make a theatrical presence in the United States till 2017, around March. That's right. That's true. I I think there could be the loophole there. And Mm -hmm. I even brought that up during, what was that, my script writing class. Um, And, yeah, someone pointed out, it's like, well, yeah, it did come out this year, aka 2016. But um, it didn't get a theatrical release till, like, Again, 2017. So that makes sense. Again, it's still snubbed. Yeah. It, it pisses me off. Yeah. You're... It has to get a theatrical release in America to be picked up, though, because, like, breadwinners and stuff. Yeah. And then, like, last year, there was, like, some really obscure, like, there was, like, uh, for up for best animated feature was, like, this, like, stop motion French film called, like, I Am Zucchini or yes, something it's like great. that. It's lovely. It, I loved it, but I was, like, I haven't heard of this until this very moment, and I didn't see it anywhere else. And then, was the Red Turtle ever? Red Turtle was nominated? Red Turtle came out twenty seventeen. It was never nominated. Okay, because that never got a 
English theatrical release, I don't believe. It got like the select theater release thing as usual, like with those kind of movies. Oh, Also, what happened to In a Heartbeat? I thought that was good. Totally. That YouTube short that came out, that totally... That totally that, should have been on you're there. You're right. The the one it's the one that's gay. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> that's okay. how you remember it. <laughs> um, I like just remembered it. Let's see. Best animated shorts. Uh, up for that is Dear Basketball, Garden Party, Lou, Negative Space, and Revolting Rhymes. Yeah. See, it's I it's, it's it. what uh, is an it's a it's a really awesome short film about two little gay boys in school falling in love, but. It's on YouTube, and God forbid the Academy or anyone in Hollywood take YouTube seriously. Because yeah. it's it was a student production. It was still, but it's it, still no, great. No, yeah, that's what <laughs> like, I'm saying. Is that can you imagine now. how wonderful that would be to be like, okay, this was my senior project, and it got like nominated for an Academy Award. Mm-hmm. Like well, that, you're, that's like you put that on a resume for the rest of your life. <laughs> but for anything to like. For the Academy to accept anything like that's not immediately thrown onto television or uh, movie medium, to them accept like YouTube, the YouTube medium, that's gonna take a lot of change. Yeah. So like, even though it's like my senior project, what got like a hundred million whatever views, um, it's still not gonna be recognized by the Academy because there's they got some sticks up their butts. Yeah. Which is where we go to. The problem with the Oscars again, it's just like way too old school. Yeah, yeah it, it really feels that way. It feels, um, I think that especially with the internet and being able to access like pieces of media, like information like that, and pieces of media from other countries, it feels especially exclusionary when they don't consider things like everyone is talking about this anime movie, or at least like look at this anime movie like in i feel like uh like spirited away is the one ghibli movie to have won an academy award and that was the back only in anime movie the only anime movie yeah. yep Ugh. and that but was in 2001 2001 and that was like because it had a disney release mm-hmm. because ghibli had the deal with disney or so is the theory yeah i that's feel not like a theory that's just fact at this point yeah. <laughs> i feel like outside of having that specific avenue into the american audience that's very recognizable to the old school crowd like without that then it might not have ever been considered and that would be a crime of the highest order and the thing is is that your name surpassed Spirited Away. It's the first anime movie to ever surpass Spirited Away to gross more money at the box office. Spirited Away used to be the champion, but your name overtook that, and yet... There's no and nomination! Yet, and yet... And then we go to Matthew Yap's theory of it got a successful financial release. Mm, it did get a successful financial release in both countries. In Ooh. many countries. Hmm. So what's happening here? Is it... Is it racism? Not in the sense that it's like, ooh, we don't like Japanese movies, but like we as a Western audience don't necessarily identify as much with an Eastern story like that. I want to call bull. I I wouldn't say either your name or Koino Kotachi is inherently eastern i would say spirited away is more eastern oh yeah remember yeah. oh yeah remember there um after i think the story went like after disney dubbed the first ghibli movie which was nausicaa the valley of the wind yeah or of the wind um the valley of they the wind. made a bunch of dub changes to which 
Miyazaki sent them a note just being like, no more changes. Sent them a note on a katana saying, <laughs> no oh. more cuts. <laughs> <laughs> there, that's what it was. And the only, they, they had to make one, they had to add one line in Spirited Away where when Chihiro is looking at the bathhouse in the Japanese version, she just looks at the bathhouse and accepts it as it is. But in the English version, she's like, oh, it's a bathhouse because right. we don't have those. Yeah, I as a child would not have so, gotten yeah, no. that. Again, I still didn't really get it as a child. I was like, what's a bathhouse? So, like, Spirited Away is Eastern in every respect. Yeah, yep. it's very much exploring, like, Shintoism and, like, different uh, traditions within that, whether or not it says it explicitly or not. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree that I think that it's not necessarily we can't identify that because like the breadwinner like we living in the united states will never know that experience Mm -hmm. of like living under that kind of regime um Uh, but hopefully 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 (laughs) (laughs) let's not jinx this but um so i i think it's disingenuine to say like we can't identify with that and especially like it's almost insulting like i think that we can like put our experience outside of ourselves and be like oh yes i can identify with this i i see where your struggles were Mm -hmm. there's also the idea that it's the whenever anyone thinks of anime it's always these out there ideas that no one could ever like really think or put their minds around without watching like half the series or more and i feel like that goes the same with the movies in a way because they are, they do take like the anime idea of we're gonna do something kind of out there. We're gonna do something, mm-hmm. and like it could be like from the smallest level of um, silent voice of just being like, we kind of need to stop being crappy people to each other to Attack on Titan. Yeah, like it's just all over that, and um, again, it's just people not accepting or not 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 accepting, not 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 accepting. Mm. Um, <laughs> Um, Double negative. No, no, yeah. Um, it's the idea of people being kind of pushed away by the like abnormal kind of way mm. of how it was done. You're because like, that's a little too out there for me. Like yeah, because body swapping. That that's a little. That's a little weird. Yeah, because your name it had the body swapping thing, and then a uh, spoiler alert for anyone. It's like oh, they're like four years apart, and then it's just like. Yeah, that blew my mind. Yeah, I was Which, just like... if you do really think oh. about it, it doesn't make sense how they didn't know that they were four years apart, but yeah. yeah. It's like... But it still works, and it's awesome, and it's yeah. nice. Maybe he had, like, a really old cell phone. That's why no one, like, questioned but, it. But, like, because they she's were like, both what is going this to school. They were both going well, to no, school. Did they never write the date? They have digital diaries. They, never they haven't wrote seen the... the d- they never put the year. They never put the year. Maybe this is why your name didn't get a nomination. No, is it's beautiful. <laughs> Stop it. It's beautiful. Okay, it's There's great. A plot hole. It, it's great, but there yeah. There are plenty of plot yeah. holes in... Koi no Kotachi. I definitely think... Like, there were some things in your name that I was like, this definitely identifies this as, like, specifically an anime movie. Like, yeah. what we come to express... Like, expect out of anime. Like, in the first two, like... um uh halves of the movie like between the scenes there was like the little like so we've been switching bodies for this long and there was like the music in the background yeah. kind of like the little catch you up to date it's like and the it's rocky like, montage of it's what's like going it's like there lives. was an episode yeah. even though the movie yeah. didn't end i um, love that part of the movie though where it's just like and we end the movie i'm like you're ending the movie now what who what, what yeah what? i thought it was going to end something. i was confused like, yes. yeah. so there's definitely things that i think that if you were to just go into this movie never having seen an anime that would be a little confusing whereas yeah. my family yeah <laughs> yeah 
Whereas Koino Kotachi, I feel it's a very... It's a universal story. It's a universal yeah. story. And it's a very straightly told narrative that I don't think that you cannot like identify with. I think there's some things that uh, if you are familiar with Japanese culture, it definitely resonates better. Yeah. Like the like suicide as a whole like it's a very different thing than mm-hmm. uh there than it is here mm-hmm. um but it's still something that we're not going to be like what or yeah. eating eggs with chopsticks yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're like i stopped the movie this is unrealistic i don't understand they're eating eggs with chopsticks if this was four kids they would have edited in forks <laughs> oh yeah. god Four kids, oh the dark four times. Kids. I love these jelly donuts eating <laughs> rice balls. <sighs> I just love the One Piece thing where <laughs> me and my friend always make a joke about um, Shanks' dub from oh no. Four Kids. Oh no. Because it's this very Jamaican man and we're just laughing our butts off. But every time Four we Kids hear. did give us the best One Piece opening. Oh my God. Dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I still have it memorized, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Oh, the waveform. The waveform is peaking so bad. I'm just going. I'm sorry, Tyler. I'm just going through it in my head now. He's made of rubber. How did that happen? Yo, we're going to be taken down, guys. Four kids are just going to come from the grave and be like, you're done. Oh, no. That's it. One Piece needs to be nominated for for, for an Emmy. Guys, (laughs) that is another thing, though. I feel like um, Crunchyroll is doing anime awards. Um, yeah. They're going to have an actual anime award show this year. Like, like an actual, like a live show. Streamed That's thing. really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't How know. far we've come. Oh, yeah. I don't know when they started doing that exactly. The, the the first year that they had voting was last year. Nice. Ooh. And then this year's the f- they're doing voting again, but now there's going to be also judges and... Um, a live show. Yeah, I, I had a Crunchyroll subscription last year, but I feel like I saw less of the award show than I did this year, which is very much like they're posting about it constantly. They're being like, yeah. who would you vote for? Mm-hmm. Um, which I, is kind of unfair in some of the categories because like Koino Katachi is up for a lot of them. And mm-hmm. I'm like, good luck, everybody else. Mm-hmm. You're like, boned. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But um, I think anime, we don't really consider like something that people are making with the intention of like this is going to get critical acclaim and awards i feel it feels i don't know if that's just because we are more used to like western movies like oh this is this is gunning for some oscars old people are more used to western movies Mm. Now we've got these cool. Mm. We've got us. The cool kids. The young yeah. people are. I guess we're still. We're still young, right? We're, we're still hip. Um, we're hip, Courtney. I broke my hip. Oh no. <laughs> um, but now you've got people like us who are super familiar. Like anime's kind of mainstream for. Oh, anime's yeah. definitely mainstream. It's so mainstream that Netflix has recognized it. And it's now making like what thirty shows, fifteen shows, something. Yeah. Shows. Yeah, I I know it's Amazon, gonna happen at some point. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of different markets are trying to jump on that. Like Amazon. Okay, Amazon. so we we, we talked <laughs> before um, on an episode of A Team here at ByteBSC.com uh, about the different um, streaming sites. Uh, Netflix doesn't have the superior library, obviously. It definitely Crunchyroll has the best access as far as legal routes, <laughs> but Amazon. Uh, I think it was like the beginning of last year, maybe the end of the year before, started Amazon or Anime Strike, mm-hmm. which was going to be their version. I thought they of did that like, in the middle of 2017, and then 
December, they're like, yeah, no one paid for this. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's done. It's yeah. ended. In which thing. I'm like, yay, my Prime can now get all the anime I want. Yeah, essentially. But uh, yeah, that that failed horribly. But As it, it does show the growing interest of the mainstream. Yeah, yeah, it was the reason why it failed was because. People are like, wait, so I need a Prime account, and then I need to have a, an, sub account. a strike account? Like, no I'm going to strike out on that. <laughs> Courtney, <laughs> I'm sorry. Ding! I'm sorry. Courtney. I'm sorry. Hey, you make it a pun, she makes a pun, we're all equal here. Okay, all I'll puns make a pun equal. near the end. <laughs> Good. Good. Pun rights! Oh my gosh. Oh god. Um, okay, now you're done. We're We're done. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> We're not done yet because I do want to mention another film that um, has been harder in terms of finding avenues to see it. Oh, yeah. But I think it's also very deserving of recognition. And it's called um, In This Corner of the World. And it is a narrative I did not expect to see. No! Because, um, lol, at the end of the trailer, there's an atomic bomb. No, dropping. it's the beginning of the trailer. Wait, it is. It's like 11 seconds in. And I'm like, oh, a quaint little Japanese. There are bombers happening. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. This takes place in Hiroshima during oh, World War II. No, no it, it takes place outside of Hiroshima. Right. But it's like about um, this newlywed couple. And, uh, you know, she stays at home when he goes off to war. And that's Things. not going to work out. So it's out Grave for of anyone. the Fireflies told from the adult's perspective. Maybe. Oh my god. It, yeah. Oh my god, it's a sequel we never knew we were going to get. It's it's in the art style is like very like washed out watercolors, yes. which is really gorgeous and mm-hmm. it's like not I don't want to say like chibi, but it's not like a super realistic child or style. It's like Ghibli yeah. inspired. It's like Ghibli uh, light yep. maybe. Yep. Ghibli yeah. light. <laughs> yeah. I I could see it. Yeah, like, like the art like, style of Spirit um, Away kind of compares to it, like the way the humans are yeah. compared to like what you see in the trailer. Or like Princess Kaguya. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But um, that looks like a much more compelling story than The Boss Baby <laughs> or like an important <laughs> one to tell. Or Ferdinand. You can't see me. You can't see Ferdinand because it's John just Cena. Just say them next to each other. Like, Boss Baby got nominated for poop jokes. Koei no Kitachi didn't get nominated for the harrowing tale of a deaf girl getting bullied forever and because then, she, of, she, of a disability she can't help. And then the bully making right with it. Uh-huh. The bully then, made a full 180 character uh-huh. arc. Mm-hmm. And then there's Ferdinand about John Cena bull <laughs> that got nominated. What didn't get nominated? A... The harrowing tale of World War II Japan. Or, yeah, or, and, you know, all this great stuff. And then it's just like, why? The Academy's like, oh, that looks animated. Let's nominate it. That, that's kind <laughs> well, of yeah, what that's it feels basically like. it. Yeah. Despicable Me got a nom, like, the year it came out. It got a well, nom. I liked three. the first D- one, No, actually. Despicable Me 3 got a nom. Never uh, mind. Not mm-hmm. the third one. Yeah. Did Minions get a nomination? Oh, God. Can you imagine? <laughs> I don't think that it would did. just invalidate every choice that they ever made ever after that. Yeah, but I'm looking it up now Dylan because but, yeah, is, it scares I, me. I guess you know we're we're complaining a lot about what has and what hasn't, but does it matter? Yes. Why? Because there's better things out there. There is like so much more better mediums out there for like stories and. Um, characters in terms of an animated form but we recognize that we Uh recognize it but we're like the two percent of the world Mm. of like the american audience 
who recognizes this, who recognizes it as an art form of true beauty, true, like, spectacular wonder of forming characters and story. Everyone else will just be like, yep, that's an anime. There's going to be, like, girl with big tits, and then that's it. <laughs> it's required in an anime? No, Excuse it's not. You? No, it's not. <laughs> I bumped that. <laughs> I bumped it again. I'm hurting the mic. <laughs> You're hurting all of us with ragging on the big boobs, dude. I'm so sorry. How dare you? No, I'm it's okay. So <laughs> but, yeah, I guess, is it... Why is it important for that recognition to be brought? If we if we at least know it's a beautiful tale, does everyone have to know that? I'm playing total yeah. devil's advocate because I totally think, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of why. I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, the concrete reason yeah. why. For, for me, I guess it's, like... Um, award shows often kind of decide what the cultural currency is. Like, it's important for you to recognize and know these movies because they have been recognized on such an official platform that kind of validates them in a way. Because, like, I didn't like the movie. Like, I liked it fine, but I didn't think it was the best movie, like Chinatown. Um, which got a ton from the seventies. Yeah, from the seventies. Yeah, I liked it, <laughs> but I didn't like love it. I didn't think it was like whoa. But it remains um, relevant, partially maybe because of the awards it got. Like we can like oftentimes when we're va- like trying to be like oh you know this movie was so great it got these awards versus just saying this movie was really great in my opinion, because we all have our opinions and those all vary on a huge scale, Mm -hmm. but there's something that really validates things more and makes it more like kind of puts that in someone's mind. It's like, oh, maybe this is important that I watch it because it, you know, it got those awards. Well, that just goes to the person then at that point where like, I don't really like for this like ring or every other ring that comes up for like best film. I don't really watch them. I watch them like after but, like, no matter who got the award, I watch it. Um, but it's just, yeah, it goes to the personal idea that if it got an award, it's great. It's amazing. It's top of the top, whatever It's got to be something, yeah. yeah. But that's not always the case. I feel that. Also, Especially Minions like- only got nominated by BAFTA for Best Animated Feature. Ba- no, the British are messing up, too, now. It's not only just nominated. here. Only nominated. Dang it, They're guys. safe. Also... Well, at least the, I could bring up the kids Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards, but they don't count. Yeah, I know those are those got weird after a while. Like I remember, I remember there. That's probably the one award show that I have watched is <laughs> the Kids Choice Awards. I remember like being like, oh, I hope so and so wins. I don't know what for, but I hope they win because I like them. <laughs> that kind of thing. But um, yeah, I think overall the. Like, award shows are just becoming irrelevant because of their choices, mm-hmm. because they're ignoring. Um, because Hollywood refuses to adapt. Yeah. Adapt it, or die. It's, like, not, like, ready for the fact that we all have voices that we're very much able to amplify via social media and the internet as a whole. Mm-hmm. And Making it's, like... silent voices. Raising our silent voices. We got the campaign. We have their movie to go with it. We're Let's done. Let's go. Good. We're solid. The You're leading it, The shape of our voice is saying... <laughs> That movies outside of what gets a good theatrical release monetarily needs, yeah, needs to be recognized. Uh, yeah, and I hope I hope that you know the Grammys this year especially kind of tried to backpedal a little bit after you know all the um, 
like last year what happened was the last two years like oscars so white had been a trending ah. hashtag and so last it has year repeated again yeah honestly though last year a lot of people of color were nominated a lot of people of color didn't necessarily win but yep. they were nominated and this year the same trend is being seen and whether or not that's like pandering by the academy i mean i think that a lot of people's films and works definitely speak for themselves in terms that they should have been nominated anyway yeah but i i makes me wonder that maybe hopefully in the future our voices our silent voices are heard and they start recognizing some forms of animation outside of what what did disney do lately dear or that agreed dreamworks i love shrek 3 <laughs> said yeah, that's no shrek one the third. ever oh my gosh also even if they don't recognize, we're just going to keep doing the same thing we've been doing and rebel the hell out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then watch it and say it's awesome. Yes. Rebel. Join us in the rebellion Revolution. here on the Animation A-Team. <laughs> I have been your rebellion host, Daily Wilhelm. Joining me today was the rebellion sergeant. Dylan Bateson. And the rebellion lieutenant. 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 Cor- <laughs> Lieutenant. Courtney Tuckman. Or as the British say, Lieutenant, I guess. That's I like thing. that more. It's like, why are you only on the left? I prefer ninja, but that's okay. just me. You are wearing all black. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but this has been the Animation A-Team. Thank you guys for joining us. You can find all our other podcasts here at ByteBSU.com or um, on our SoundCloud at The Ball State Daily. We have tons of content here at ByteBSU.com, and that goes for us on Twitter at ByteBSU, on Facebook at ByteBSU, and on YouTube at ByteBSU. Definitely follow us there. And subscribe. <laughs> and subscribe. Hit that like button. Hey, smash that. I got that. Boss. <laughs> Sorry, oh my no, gosh. I'm sorry. No awards for you. No <laughs> awards. That's but okay. thank you guys for joining us.